damn it that would have been such a great opening we can reenact it we can pretend it's not gonna be the same and you know it it won't be cinema sinners can't reference one of the worst channels on youtube is that an actual channel cinema sins remember those guys that are like well they forgot to turn their headlights off but then in the next scene their headlights are on you know or that's a cinema sin yeah. ding and they do a little ding in the top corner. It's, da, 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 da. it's bad. <laughs> it's basically yeah. just nitpicking plot inconsistencies and continuity errors. And being Definitely like, that we ever do on the podcast. No. Well, listen, we've never been like, did you notice that his left handkerchief in his pocket was like folded weird and then in the next shot it was folded a different kind of weird <laughs> oh my god he just reminded me i didn't grab my drink thank you tyler you stupid hoe <laughs> now that i have you all alone i got nervous There you go, talking shit again. I can tell by that stupid smile on your face. <laughs> now I'm in my blue room of destiny. Cause it's the blue room of destiny. I'm so sad in my blue room. Next to me. Oh, okay. I was trying to rhyme with destiny. It's kind of hard to rhyme with destiny. Next to me is Recipe. pretty good. Reci well, that's good. That's good, too. Um, Bethany. Per Stephanie. Daphne. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> you welcome back to the podcast. That's right. This is the second episode of the Neon Valley Movie Club. Hear me out. I kind of like that name. Like the full name. Not, not the movie club. Lame. The Neon Valley Movie Club. It's on. What if? What if it's Cinema Club? Because, like in today's episode, we're talking about more than just movies, or just cinema. Literally, just refer to movies. Yeah, I was gonna say cinema is. is yes, <laughs> if anything, it's more specific because I think that's only <laughs> movies that are made for theater, like cinema. Uh, I could be wrong, but um, film. I well, I, I mean, there's an asterisk, right? It's it's the movie club, but. We also talk about other things. We like to break the rules after we make them. Because, you know, we actually did get a question in our Discord, which, by the way, everyone, make sure to join that Neon Valley Discord and Reddit if you want to ask us some questions, leave us some um, suggestions, anything you want, some drop some fire memes. Fire like... memes. <laughs> like, why does his shirt say Levram? You don't get to know. Unless you ask. It's forward on my screen. So oh, other it's people backwards see, on yeah, mine. People will see it forward. <laughs> Don't worry, Mitchell. Everyone's just like, he can't read. My, now mine, on the other hand, is backwards on my screen. So for me, it will be backwards. It'll be inferior. I was going to say, Gerbils did ask if we would do a video game as a review one episode, which I think is a great Ooh. idea. Like a short, because he said he has a game he could suggest that's about four to five hours long. And again, Dakashi Kashi is about six to seven hours, I want to say, total. So uh, yeah. it's not like I think that's 
Yeah, I'm I think sure. that's totally doable. Uh, we should play Scare B&B. It's a shit game, but man, I'd love to rip that apart. It's a shit game for the shit cube. Have you ever seen the video Nintendo shit cube? Nintendo shit cube. <laughs> I'll show okay, it so later. it's one of those. I would say it's one of those. I feel like there's some recess in my mind that has seen it, but it doesn't come to the forefront. Like, do you remember Fifty Five? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Shwiggity, 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 five. Yeah. That was one of my favorite eras of YouTube, where people were like, "I know how to do a thing. I'm just gonna put it on the internet." <laughs> All right, this is starting to sound like our normal show. That's on Monday. You're we right. Can't, yeah, we can't. We can't be talking about our normal kind of stuff all right this is our show show the people what we got on the docket for them today all right so we will be talking about actually two things uh we'll be having a little discussion about dakashi kashi because i finally watched two of the episodes um there are 12 in the first season i'm pretty sure i will knock out most if not all of them before the next time we talk about it so this won't be like we're not going to talk about them every two episodes or something like yeah, that. It's not going to take like a month or two in order for yeah. us to get through. Uh... Yeah, no, don't worry. Even though it's taken me a month or two, the episodes, <laughs> will, by the time we get this going, it will not. So I apologize. But uh, we're also going to talk about Willy's Wonderland, your movie suggestion last week, yep. which thank mm-hmm. you for that. Uh, so why don't we start with Takashi Kashi? All right. Yep. So how do you want to approach this? Do you, do you want to start by telling me why you suggested this one in particular? Or do you want me to start with my thoughts? No, let's let's start with your unfiltered thoughts. So oh, that way, okay. it, but I don't have anything that I can say where you're like, oh, okay. I, I want to know just your thoughts so far. Two episodes, balls deep. Okay. Um, it's cute. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It utilizes animation the way i like which is taking normal everyday things but then amping them up to a degree that you can't do with reality so there's like little moments in it where they'll have like an interaction where they're about to high five or do something and it's like then it looks like spaceships flying and they're you know or they're about and it's like insane like imagery that's supposed to represent what they're feeling i love that that's what animation is for that's why it exists it's one of the reasons that i'm not a big fan of slice of life mm-hmm. animes oh yeah is because for the most part a lot of them just stick to a very kind of sterile animation of like which isn't a bad thing if there's a good story to it that's not a problem that's that's just not my cup of tea so this mm-hmm. for this show to be a slice of life show but also have these elements of like insane imagery every now mm-hmm. and then is great i love it uh the only thing that i'm a little iffy about which hasn't given me a negative experience it's just something i've noticed mm-hmm. is the level of product placement that is constantly being shoved in your face that we don't see as product placement because we don't know these products and we'll never buy them. Yes. But I'm imagining as like, if someone was to make an American version of this and had like a Hershey shop and was like, have you tried the hundred grand bar yet? Or have you tried the Milky Way? Have you tried the Snickers? Have you? Tried? It would just, f- I think I would hate that. You know what I mean? Like I would hate that mm-hmm. because I'd be like, oh, they're just selling me candy through a tv show basically mm-hmm. but this one is so charming and there's a good story there's an to actual it. story behind it too yeah yeah which i want to see where it goes mm-hmm. i'm i'm reserving 
my my final opinions, obviously. Um, but if I was to say anything about the story, I like the story. I just mm. I hope it doesn't go that direction. Which again, I have I I don't know why I have an issue with this. It's probably because I am an artist and I have that passion and drive. Uh, I hate the stories where someone wants to do something with their life and then they're convinced by everyone else to just do the thing that's like best for them when like that mm -hmm. and so far that's what the show is kind of about it's 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 the um, i'm 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 gonna butcher their names so i might need you to help me out the main character's name yep. the son um so you're looking it up too i i i i didn't want to even attempt <laughs> um it's they call them coconuts it's kokonoa yes. kokonoa Co yeah kokonotsu uh, kokonotsu uh, yeah, it's oh, coconuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, they call them coconuts. Coconuts. That's right. And then there's um, his best friend is Yo. Yes, Yo. Which there, there's definitely some elements I see of you and I in those two. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, for sure. He's he's definitely more of like the outgoing, you know, like pl not player because I wouldn't call you a player, but like, and but, he's but not he's very really player, but girl centric. And at that age, that that's definitely how I was. I was just like, how do how yeah. do we get girls to like us? <laughs> and because the show is about Shidari, sh uh, I'm sorry, Shidari, Shidire, Shidire, Shidire. Uh, yeah, oh no, yeah. no 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 no, Shidari, Shidari. That's how it's pronounced. I think. Pretty sure. Shikida. It's Shikida is the shop. Shidare is Hotaru's last name uh, because she works for her dad owns the Shidare company. I listened to it in ja <laughs> in Japanese, so I remember them saying. Oh, like, I was Shidari. listening into it in the dub, so oh. maybe they're maybe the dub they're pronouncing it wrong, which is oh. very possible. So that would yeah. also make sense. Again, I try. I, I did try to listen to this uh, with subs. I'm sorry, dubs. I did try to listen. To this with, with I was trying to listen with subs. I don't know. It just was a different experience. I, I had to switch back to subs. Mm. I don't know why. I There's something about that kind of animation with with Western voice actors that I don't like. I, it doesn't match. It doesn't... I I appreciate the, the very specific voice acting of anime. Like, sometimes people nail it. Like you've said, like, Naruto, I think that they found a way to balance that perfectly. Like, they nailed all of those voices, you know? Yeah. Um, but this show... I didn't like uh, Shidari's voice or what her what's her first name? Hodoru. Hodoru. Uh, I'll have to listen to the sub. Maybe I'll do that for uh, when we do the second season because and, I don't think I've heard the sub version. And maybe it's only because I heard the sub version first. So then when I heard the mm, dub version, yep. it sounded it's much more lower pitch and like it, it was almost like whoa that's that's totally different than what I was like vibing with originally. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I love all the characters. I think that the story is going well so far. I like it. But again, I, I I always have a little bit of a problem with those stories that are like, almost it seems like they're telling you to just... It's just almost, go with the flow. Not even that. It's almost inadvertently telling you to give up. <laughs> like, like he because he wants to be a manga artist. I should make this clear for anybody who doesn't know the oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. To kind of set the... He wants to be seat. a manga artist, but his dad owns a sweet shop and his dad really wants to be him to become... The next They've owned owner. it for generations. Yeah, it's, you know, being passed down the line, which, you know, says something about, like, tradition versus, you know, like, your own passions or things like that. So, um, from the first episode, it's established that uh, Hotaru, uh, Hotaru, who shows up, 
she is the descendant of a famous like candy owner like who makes he, candy? he owns it yeah yeah so he's like like it, the owner of nestle so yeah. he would be that Corpor and, big corporate yeah yeah uh and he wants or she wants to partner up with their sweet shop and the dad says the only way he'll agree to do it is if they're able to convince our main character to actually work for and him. take over the shop and so that way he can shop. go work for the the company yeah which is a fucked up ultimatum because <laughs> like i and again i just kind of put myself into those shoes where i imagine like if my dad was like hey give up music and become a cop or like move out of this house like i'd be like well i'm gonna move out probably <laughs> like yeah like <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you like that's but but the way that the show is is displaying the story and laying it out it it's charming it's sweet it's nice i'm not getting a vibe that it's skeevy like i said even with like the forced kind of like sponsorship ads that i can tell are very and i and i looked it up they are real candies that they actually yeah i sell. wasn't sure uh and if you watch the end of the episode they'll actually show clips of what the candy looks like in real life because mm -hmm. that that was one thing rewatching. i was trying to remember i'm like I wonder if these are actually real candy brands or if they're just making like their version of the candy brand, yeah. but then referencing what that candy brand was. So I did see online, I saw like a, I went down like a little Reddit rabbit hole and Ooh. people were saying that the candy displayed is very low brand candy. So it's not equal to like a Nestle. Like I said before, it's not necessarily gotcha. equal to a huge candy company like that, but um, I, it also says that they're not directly sponsored, so they're just kind of doing this. So that's another thing that kind of makes I, it charming. It's just like they just genuinely yeah. love candy, maybe. You know, like, I could see that. That makes sense. Um, it, and maybe it's somebody who had both a passion for, oh, I want to write a manga, and I actually know a shit ton about, like, candy in Japan, and ah, fuck it, I'll just make something that's a combination of the two. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, because I'm looking at some of these candy, and I'm like, have been super fucking awesome to have as a kid and I know. yeah because yeah, what they'll do is well there's still the story going on and, and different relationships you know happening between characters there, there's usually at least a few times where a candy will come up in a situation and both hoturu and kokonotsu have like unlimited knowledge on these candies why they were made special factoids about them so it becomes one of those, it's almost like, uh, was it Unwrapped was the, the TV show on Food Network oh, yeah, where the guy yeah, yeah. would like go into the how candy's made. So it's like one of those, but like a little bit more condensed. I love and... the made up stories. Those are the best. Oh, when oh yeah. When Hotaru like... goes off on and everyone's like, what are you talking? Oh. I love how ridiculous Hotaru is. So, so this is, okay, again, that is something that I have to. I had to get used to, but the, but this show was so charming and, and so, written so well that I don't even really like, mm -hmm. it didn't take much, you know what I mean? Because there, this is one of the most anime shows ever. It, it It's very anime. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how else to say it. Like it, it, it is, it's like if you wanted to dive into anime and get a vibe for what it is if you've never watched an anime, this is probably a great start because there, <laughs> it would just, you'll just sit there like, what the fuck? fuck is happening right now and because like even interactions between people are not realistic by any means they're, they're just oh, yeah. they're just not like the girl in the coffee shop uh saya 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 um yep. she's brother 
her reaction to him talking about Hodoru and being yep. like throwing all the sugar in the coffee and then that him was just so drinking it like it's hilarious <laughs> but you're just like that kid's like autistic or like an <laughs> idiot like what is he doing like because it, it will and it's so funny because it makes me think like at least kids who watch these shows are almost being conditioned to be nice in the face of anger and dickishness because it's like instead of having the main character be like well hey screw you he's just like thank you i appreciate it oh by the way i got you these candies okay bye and, and he goes like, oh i love i love your coffee with the sugar and she's yeah, like, he's like i'm just one of the fucking sugar and he's like no well i only like it because it tastes good with the sugar he's like i don't even like coffee but i like your like he makes he still like is really nice even though she just blew up on him for no reason and like destroyed that coffee with sugar and all this shit uh so yeah i can imagine if there's like a little kid watching this maybe the, if they want to be like their main character everyone watches a show when they're little and want to be like the main character it's like okay well if somebody's mean to me i'm just gonna be nice and it's like okay i'm i'm okay with you taking that away from this show it's like that's that's good although i will say i think probably not geared more towards younger kids i think it's it's a little bit older of an age uh it wasn't until the shower scene that I which I, I wasn't I sure forgot about. about I I'd actually forgot about um yeah some of that, but, but I don't it's, know. I mean, it's it also not really... as bad as I've seen <clears throat> in a lot of other animes. It is. I was I was about to say it is suggestive, but nothing more suggestive than I I don't think a kid couldn't handle it. I think it would just it would it would spark a lot of kids, um, interests. <laughs> It's one of those things, too, when, when people talk about, like, oh, it's so sexualized. But then I think about, like, how many horror movies are about high school kids having sex and then someone attacks. And, yeah. like, the girl is stripped down to her bra. But she's yeah. supposed to be a high school kid. See, the problem is, and it's is one of those, those are kind of gross, too. Like, I think we're all just kind of coming to the realization that because there are some shots in this that feel like, well, you didn't have to do that. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I was like, oh, I, I definitely forgot about some of these. Um, yeah. And ex yeah. again, there's nothing like insanely lewd. It's just like, I think there's even an intro shot. Like one of the first shots of the entire show is uh, his friend inviting him to the beach. And there's two girls playing on the, even though it's two boys on the phone saying they should go to the yeah. beach together. They show a shot of two <laughs> girls playing on the beach and with extreme yeah. close-ups. And it's like, okay, you didn't have to do that. Um but no, I uh, I don't want to talk about this too long, but I do really like it. I like where the story's going. I like all the characters. They all have a very unique, interesting thing they bring to it. It's a very slice of life. Like, I like how they talk about homework and school. Like, even though it's summer, like, they still, he's, he's like, did you finish homework yet? It's like, no. Like, no. It's, I like I like those small interactions, you know, like, um, but. Oh, and her getting drunk off the non-alcoholic. Oh, that that was pretty good. Uh, again, so unrealistic, but in for some reason, in this context, in an anime, it just that's it's it's great. Um, oh, the I had to bring up one more thing because we were talking about the candy origin stories, and the best one, in my opinion, is the dusty like stick. Oh my gosh! And, and he's wearing like the fucking robe with his little <laughs> face sticking through. <laughs> so this this made me laugh twice okay it's almost like you should watch this show twice all right everyone watch it dubbed and then watch it subbed because they because of the translations they say different things sometimes i kind of talked about mm. this in the uh silent voice 
one yeah, where yeah. sometimes you'll get a completely different subtitle because mm-hmm. in a dubbed version they had to match the mouths more yeah they so wanted it to sound more like what they're actually saying versus what they actually said yeah or yeah exactly or it's not a direct translation all this stuff so um i, I i'm trying to remember exactly what the one version was but the first version i i watched it in the english at that first part where she eats too many of them and then he like slices her down <laughs> I'm sorry I had to do this or, or whatever yes. he is. See, okay, that's what he says in English. Yeah, he yeah. says, I'm sorry I had to do that. Or like, I couldn't help it. Um, and I laughed my ass off. Like, that was one of the funniest fucking scenes. But then that's when I realized I was like, hey, you know what? I want to watch this in Japanese. So I rewound it a little bit, just like a 30 seconds, and mm-hmm. then put it to subtitles, which happened. Mm-hmm. And when he goes through, you know, it's like, this. And at the bottom of the screen, it just said, I'm sorry I taste so good. <laughs> and like, I laughed doubly hard because that's not what he said the first time. <laughs> he said like, sorry, I couldn't help it. And this one was like, sorry, I can't help how good I taste or I taste so good. And like, oh dude, I, especially hearing that. And that's why I needed it. I needed to hear that Japanese voice just like as he went through, I had to hear it because I knew that would fucking tickle me. Um, I'm sorry for those weren't actually Japanese words. I am sorry for being insensitive to anyone listening who may be like, really, you're just going to say gibberish. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if that's offensive or not. I still to this day, I'm sorry. I need to hear a foreign person doing American gibberish. I want to know what that sounds like because I've, I've, we've heard that song. Like, remember that Italian guy who made that song that's like, Hang on, thing, we should be out the dang when you've never gone say, which you did bad. Oh, be yeah. down, which you fit on day. And it's like, that's like the closest I've ever gotten to hearing like what they think like gibberish in English sounds like. Cause yeah, I, I can't, can't like imagine it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. We've talked about the Kashi, Kashi enough. Oh, I, Damn it, I want to say one more thing. Do it, do it. I liked how at the very end of the first episode, there's that little outro, and she says, like, so wait, is it Daga Shikashi? Or is it Dagashi Kashi? She's like, so anyway, with this, she's like, you didn't answer my question. Yeah, she goes <laughs> off on her own tangent. Yeah, I think one of my favorite traits of, of Hochiru is she'll just have her own conversations and everyone is like, what are you talking about? Because she doesn't explain anything. Like when she's like, I'm here on a quest when she first meets Saya and Saya's like, okay. She genuinely feels was like an alien or something. Like she feels like <laughs> even the way she comes out of the, the dirt and stuff. And like, after she crashes her bike, like, are you feels, okay, miss? <laughs> it feels like the beginning of Terminator when people watch him come out of the ground and he's like this and he's like, give me your jacket. Like he doesn't quite know how to interact with humans. Cause yeah, the way she asks if she's, I should be asking you if you're okay. He's like, Oh good. Like what? <laughs> like, yeah, no, it, that was insane. Um, okay. We're actually, okay, we're actually okay. done talking about this this time. Let's move on to your suggestion. You want to intro, uh, this movie to us? Joseph roll clip. <sighs> we can do clips. We can do clips. Legally? You think we're monetizing these, dude? We have seventy subscribers. <laughs> oh, that's like yeah, that's like twelve cents right there. Well, it's copyright. 
Uh, it's also true because we're doing a review over it. Yes. So we're. You know what the best defense I've ever heard from that? I'm sorry. I don't. I. I don't want to interrupt us doing the movie again. I'm sorry. We will get to it. I promise. But this. This what I think was cool. Is that the best defense I ever heard someone said for that? Um, to email like a company mm -hmm. or anything as I, is that, could someone use my video? To watch your movie instead is basically the idea or like if you have a song uh, on in the background it's like like for a snippet or something it's like would someone track down my video and use it to listen to your song instead of buying the song or and like no like almost never unless it's a direct upload of the song with title and name yeah. right next to it like no there's no yeah but either way thought that was a great thing okay right. so this was definitely inspired by the FNAF era. This came out in 2021. Nah. It is about a a guy who is traveling through a town. A guy. And he ends up becoming the janitor at Wally's Wonderland. He Willies. has to work. You're the one Willies. who suggested this movie, man. It's Willie's Wonderland. It is. Why did I put in Wally's? Wally's Anyways, that's Wally's neither is, there nor Wally's here. is from National Lampoon's Vacation. Anyway, it's called Wally's Wonderland, I think, actually, in that movie. Did not see that. Not important. <laughs> so, he has to go work at Wally's Wonderland, which is like a Chuck E. Cheese. They have animatronics there. And pretty much his car gets the tires blown out. The tow truck guy comes up and says, hey... You know, I can give you a tow into town. He gets to town, and the guy's like, okay, we're going to have to fix your car, but it's going to cost you $1,000. The guy's smoking a Slim Jim the whole time? What's really fucking funny about the car scene is he drives over uh, tire spikes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's checking his engine. Yeah. Like, when he's looking I, at the car, you know the hood's funny? up. And I didn't think about that. I, I, the hood is up. I do remember that, but I didn't think about, like, why he would be I checking. like, why is he checking the engine? It was, it was, so he says he has to fix something else, but he, he has to replace all four tires. So, $1,000, he gives him his card. They don't have internet in this town. And because of that, he's got to pay cash. He doesn't have $1,000 cash. So, he's able to work it off. He knows a guy. The mechanic knows a guy. So the mechanic takes him to Willie's Wonderland where he meets Tex McAdoo. Tex, Texas. like the state. Like the state. In case there was any confusion there. No, I think his name is Texas, isn't it? I think it's just Texas. Am I wrong? It's Tex. Well, here, let me look at... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I Tex I... McAdoo is oh, the, okay. I'm sorry. the cast. Because I thought he said Texas, like the state. Um. So yeah, I guess he just said Tex. My bad. Yeah. So he has to work there overnight. Well, it turns out these are evil killing animatronics. And in the opening scene, you see two, uh, a husband and wife, uh, potentially. Maybe they're just friends. Maybe it's platonic. Yeah. I don't Maybe they're know. not even people with those fucking close-ups. You can't even tell. The camera shake? I, I don't even know. <laughs> but they get they get mowed down by clearly what is, what is the animatronics there. So the course of the night, he has to clean the place. And as long as he cleans it by the morning time, then they will have his car repaired and all debts paid off. Tyler, what were your thoughts going into this? And then Jesus. what were your thoughts from watching it? All right. I know this movie's infamy, okay? Uh, I was well aware of it. I wanted to see it when it came out. And then I kind of saw the reactions to it. And I, 
I wasn't... How do I put it? The, re the reactions weren't bad enough for me to be like, oh, I gotta see it. And they weren't good enough for me to be like, oh, I gotta see it. They were just kind of this weird middle ground. Like, I think it has a 66% on Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes. It's right around that number. Um, mm. So again, it's like that, it's that number where I was like, ah, I don't know if that's even worth watching. Do you know? Like, it's, it's one of those. And... Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's not worth watching, I don't think. It's, um, it's pretty bad. This is, a, this, this is one of the worst movies, like, maybe ever. Like, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even being hyperbolic. This is so bad. And I can't tell if you're trying to put on a serious face and be, like, genuine because you agree with me and you don't want to show it yet. Or you you really really enjoyed this movie and 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 uh, in that sense I'm gonna need some explaining. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get to my thoughts on it. We'll we'll talk. We'll, we're gonna talk about the movie like we normally do. Then I'll <laughs> I'll we... give the notes that I took. Okay. All right. Fine. Because there, there's a lot more to it. Okay. Do you want to hear more of my thoughts first, or should we get into? Yeah. Notes? Yeah. Let's. Uh, we're already talking about your thoughts. Let's talk all about right. Those I, I over guess. There. As okay, as overall thoughts without like spoiling anything, I guess. Um, it's a mess. It the story barely makes sense, and they try to make it make all sense by the end of it by throwing so much exposition at you through like two or three. There's people. a lot of exposition in this just movie, so much exposition that is not set up cleanly at all. It's just literally a person going, Didn't you know? blah 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 blah. Uh, or haven't you heard blah 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 or as you know blah 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 and like that's the first sign of just a awful writing like if you ever start a sentence with the character something I learned very early on is if you ever start a sentence with a character saying well as you know cut that out cut it out because that means the audience should know because if you're telling everyone in the room that they should know it that means the audience should know it too. So cut that out, figure out another way to do it. Um, I hated the cinematography. I hated the color grading. I hated mm. the lighting. I hated the anamorphic lens they were using where everything looked like kind of fisheye, but not really. So things that were on oh, the yeah. edge of the screen were like blurred, hated that because they only used that lens every shot. I love Nicolas Cage. And I think that there's a few moments where I, I giggled because I felt the caginess coming through. You know, I appreciate that part of it. Uncaged. Uh, all the side characters are awful. Uh, I'm pretty sure the main actress has a very thick accent that they told her to hide because she speaks in English that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> like, you know what, Joseph? Play some clips if you can find them. How am I supposed to take a piss? You're a I'm starting to ramble. I'm just complaining at this point. Uh, I I had a little bit of fun with the movie. There's there's a little bit of fun to be had, but I don't think it does a good job of leaning into those fun parts enough. And they kind of suck at doing the fun parts. This just feels like a shameless cash grab that was trying to come out before the FNAF movie, and they used half of their budget to get Nicolas Cage... And that's about it. Because uh, I saw the budget's $5 million. 
there's no fucking way they didn't pay Nicolas Cage at least $2 million. Like, to get Nicolas Cage for an hour and a half long movie, even though he doesn't say a single fucking line. The entire movie never says one. I even watched throughout the credits, nothing. Welcome to Willie's Wonderland. Yeah, he don't talk much. And I respect that. There's, there's nothing. doesn't say no. anything. He makes like, ugh. Like, yeah. running noises when he's fighting. <laughs> that, that's about the yeah. most you get out of him. Yeah. Uh, well, Audrey kept looking back up to the screen because she was doing a puzzle while watching this. She refused to, like, engage with it. I was like, I understand. That's fine. But every once in a while, she'd have to look up at the screen because he would very aggressively and loudly go. <sighs> <sighs> and she would just be like, well, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Let's get into the movie. Let's get into some notes here. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you know what? You need. You should probably talk a little bit because I feel like I've just been ranting and raving, and uh, I you're you've been so stoic and uh, vague so far. I actually and like that. So there's eight animatronics. The first one he encounters is the ostrich. Uh, they seem to be kind of fighting him one at a time instead of like all attacking him. Now yeah, which is this is weird. So he's he's cleaning up and the other thing he was told was make sure you take plenty of breaks so so that was the deal was he was going to have the place clean he was going to take breaks and then you'd get his car and those so breaks are taken seriously oh yeah like we'll, we'll get to it like how serious he gets with them so the ostrich is kind of standing in front of him and he like pushes it with the broom and he pushes it again and then after it, it, it says something with curse words, and then it, it starts attacking him. And then he just beats the shit out of this thing. Yeah, no hesitation. Like, no, like, like my note, my notes on that part was uh, there's not much buildup. It felt less horror and more of an action film. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. It was filmed like an action film. And you know what? I actually I haven't even given you any of my notes leading up to this part so no, far because we kind of skipped over the part where the girl tries to burn down Willie's Wonderland. Right. Yep. Um, which I wrote, maybe don't try to burn it down in the middle of the fucking day, but you know, <laughs> yep. And I think the idea is that's supposedly going at night would be too tempting to go in or, or maybe dangerous. Like, like they're more active at but night. If it's already locked in. That shouldn't matter. Cause she was going to burn down. It doesn't, whatever. Uh, so many Dutch angles, was a comment I had. Um, it's a Dutch angle. A Dutch angle is when the camera is at 45 degrees. Um, so it's like whenever they would zoom in on like him drinking or like him grabbing us. Oh, okay. Which, where does this movie take place? Like Louisiana or something, I'm assuming? So I, here's the weird thing. And now I'll tell you about that part later. Okay. All right. So that ties into this. Okay. Uh, it, maybe. Okay. So, yeah, all right, we're caught up to about... I just want to make sure I'm, I'm kind of caught up in my notes yep. here about as far as where we are. So that's when the ostrich attacks him. And I didn't have any notes about that scene necessarily because it was shot like an action movie because, one, there's no tension. He immediately resolves the issue. Yeah, you're you're not, like, scared. It's not like this thing no. is peering behind him. There's no And there's no fear in the character. And if there's no fear in the character, then you as the watcher aren't worried about the character. The one note I had about the fight scene was the broom handle could be easily broken on his leg. 
but the animatronics metal hitting the broom couldn't break yeah. it and he was able to break the metal animatronic with the broken wooden brooms the, handles the logic of these animatronics makes zero sense especially for the fact that most of them just look like mascots which pissed me off like it's like just don't make them animatronics then or like try to make the, like the gorilla willy the, the one girl that's literally just a human with a fucking helmet on like the dancer oh, the, the siren Sarah yeah, siren si yes thank you um like that's so lazy i hate it i i if you're gonna have a movie about animatronics build a fucking animatronic or make your suit look more like a robot i yeah that that part bothered me so i'm trying to remember what what happens in between the ostrich and the gorilla fight there's is it just a break does he just have a break yeah well then, then he starts cleaning again uh so after what well, yeah, happens yeah, is he immediately starts cleaning again he goes he changes into a clean new shirt um another thing that we kind of learn as a character is when he goes inside to clean they actually lock the doors and that's when tex and jed jed is a mechanic are kind of like let's get out of here i don't want to hear a grown man scream pretty much implying that they know something bad is going to happen to him so you can yeah. tell right off the the jump this is he's being set up yeah exactly which it's funny by saying spoiler it is a spoiler it's almost like if i didn't say anything it wouldn't be but yeah i got from the feeling at the beginning i was like oh he's like a sacrifice like you know right because even even the first time watching this rewatching it again oh we don't have internet in this town and not to say maybe there aren't towns with it but yeah. everything felt too convenient uh the the tire spikes in the middle of the road Again, there's clearly some indication that this was yeah. intentional. This wasn't all. There's there's not. It's like it's very flimsy logic. It almost work. It's like it almost works. Right. Like the idea of someone. Oh, I my car broke down. I don't have any money to stay anywhere. Oh, well, why don't you stay at this free place? But if you don't mind cleaning it up a little bit, like it kind of works. But in practice and how they actually do it. Like, it, it just feels like I would never agree to this. Like, who would have... Especially later in the movie when it's implied that, like, families with children agreed to this. No, I do not believe... Like, why... Like, and also, why can't these families afford anything else? And I guess they're kind of trapped there because the car broke... I don't know. It's... There's just some flimsy logic that goes into it. And they don't really establish a time period now that I think about it because... Yeah. They don't have cell phones, do they? No, they do text. They do text each other, right? I think the kids. Yeah, I, I think they do, but at least we know it's at least post-internet, and especially internet being used for ATMs. So we know it. It probably takes place in the two thousand. It's, it's oh, because I think they say. Do they say anything about like in the the early nineties? Is when. Oh uh, yeah, and it's been twenty something they, years. Yeah, because he explains. Yeah, there there was attacks and. Well, what Tex says is kids were climbing on the animatronics, they got hurt, parents were causing a fuss, and that's why it got shut down, and that's why it's in rambles, but he's gonna he's gonna make it new again. Which yeah. is, is the whole point of why it needs to be cleaned. Yeah, which, you know, alright, fuck it, spoilers. Which, again, it's not much of a spoiler, and that's kind of part of the problem with the movie, is that the whole idea that's revealed later is, oh, the town is sacrificing these, like, people... 
like they trap someone in the town by you know popping their tires get them to stay in this place and then they feed them to these spirits that were trapped because of this very convoluted backstory of a place that hired all serial killers do you catch that? What like what what was that? Like oh they they only hired the worst of the worst and like there was a place of meeting grounds for all the way and it's like okay uh, and then yeah so it's this long convoluted backstory about all this shit and that they sacrifice themselves in a demonic ritual with Kool Aid uh, that left that put their spirits into the animatronics to then continue killing for some reason. Uh, yeah, 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 you got that all right. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much on it. Um and I just I I the fact that that's the twist is so dumb because it's like the 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 goal of the movie is to be a killer animatronic movie. We know what it is, right? So, why else would these people... Like, nothing about it feels genuine. They all feel sketchy. They're all clearly like... And the way he says, I don't want to hear a man scream tonight. Like, that's not a twist then. It's not... Like, that's just what is happening. Like, a twist would have been Willie taking off his helmet and it was Tex. You know? And he was murdering them the whole time. And it was actually humans. or so. You know what I mean? Like that would be a twist. And it's like, whoa, they weren't animatronics. It was actually all the townsfolk pretending to be animatronics and murdering, whatever, you know, that's a twist. So yeah, that I, I, yeah, man, dro drove me up the wall. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't wait to get to whatever you, you want to tell. I could just tell. He also finds a pinball machine, which he becomes very happening? dedicated towards and he he actually sucks at it when he starts but he progressively gets better at it over time yeah the pinball but machine that, was weird he's very sexual with it at first yes he's very into the pinball machine but he is constantly taking breaks he has this uh punch I thought it was beer at first, and then I realized it's soda. Well, it's an energy drink. Pop punch. Because at the very bottom, it says, like, energizing drink. or So it might say energizing soda. No, it I said, uh, I, I wrote down, because I actually paused on what it said. Caffeinated something, something about, maybe? Uh, I thought it was a beer, and maybe it is, but it says a fistful of caffeine to your kisser. But fistful of caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what soda has caffeine as well. I guess that's true. And it's called pop. It says pop on it. I just assume it does say pop. I assume oh, the, it, yeah. the gamer thing. That's that's my connection for calling it an energy drink is because I assume yeah. gamer chugging an energy drink. Oh, it's like a power up. It's like a video game power up. Doo -doo 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 -doo. You know, but Fucking it's lame. after the first. <laughs> so, the, so he has the first fight. Then he takes his first break. Yeah. Continues cleaning. And I think that's the point where. The, the the high schoolers are saying, okay, we need to go actually burn this place down tonight. Yeah, they break the and girl out from the... Yeah, her, the her friends go to break her out. And it I, I I thought it was... I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny where the guy's trying to like ram into the trailer and the other dude just opens the door. Classic. And he's like... Yeah, yeah, classic. It, it was one of those... I'm like, eh, it gets used a lot. But at least yeah. in the cheesiness of this movie, 
it, it's it tropey as every single one of those it's very tropey is like a trope is just the because you have the the guy who runs into the door he's like the hopeless romantic just falling over the girl you know yeah. oh yeah. Uh, yeah he's the ducky of the movie you know um then you have the white guy who's just there to be a white guy uh who looks kind of like me um not me right now but me There's when two I have... people, him and then the the like deputy cop also look like you. Oh God! Oh my God! I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you're kind of right. Um, he was funny. And though. there's like the him. the oversexualized girl. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. The literally like, like I, <laughs> I was joking with Audrey. I was like, I was like, you have to look up because this is the most stereotypical valley girl i've ever seen to the like She's you literally chewing have bubble gum. curly hair chewing bubble gum red lipstick her hand is always like Boobs. this yeah push the fuck up oh honey like you know she kind of has the accent but not quite because they're not that's not where they are but yeah she almost has like that oh baby like accent like uh fran drescher yeah it's so stereotypical and i guess she's a a tiktoker youtuber She's oh, like, a, she? yeah, I thought you might know. I, I don't know. I don't know how much you know about it. You're being so weird about this movie. I don't know if you know everything about this or nothing. So uh, Do you even yeah. know if I like this movie or not yet. No, not at all. I mean, I mean, you have made it clear that you think some things were poorly done and cheesy and badly shot for a horror movie. Now, whether or not that means you enjoyed it, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess we'll get to that for people who don't know he's just staring at me this whole review if you're listening to the audio version of this he's just been staring at me and everything i say and it kind of is making me feel crazy like um but that's okay so oh i can't wait to get to the, oh i can't wait to get to this part so yeah the the, the teenagers decide to break in because they want to destroy the willie's wonder they they're gonna, they're gonna burn they it down, burn it down. For all. yeah and she knows that the guy is in there to be sacrificed she's like we gotta get that guy out of there that's when we have the bathroom scene he's cleaning up the bathroom yes which i realized that they must have just actually filmed nicholas cage cleaning for a while i was thinking about that they paid so much money to have him clean that because I, I think those, these were his demands oh what i think these were his demands i think he said i'm gonna come in I'm not going to say a fucking word. You're just going to let me clean shit. And then I'm going to leave. I'll beat the shit out of some fucking animatronics. And then I'm out of here. And the only way you can get that shot of him cleaning is he must have cleaned it. It's spending a long time cleaning because it's sped up for like like an almost like montage. Yeah. And I will say one of the, the comments I also. Uh, I heard something. At the, oh, it's probably. I heard that too. It's Willie. Beast. Oh. <laughs> Uh, will he get me? No. World's best cleaning solution can wipe graffiti right off. I knew... I didn't write it down! I <laughs> knew you were going to say that because I already can tell you. Uh, yes, it can. Uh, there's graffiti remover and it's weirdly fucking strong. I've used it at uh, the convenience store I worked at. Oh. I'm dead serious. As old as the graffiti was? Because I imagine uh, that's what it did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was only like a day old. So obviously, yeah, obviously okay. this this was a little more caked in. So I'm sure it would be a little harder. He fights the gorilla. Yeah, okay. Worst fight scene in the movie. Well, actually, no, maybe not. There's some bad fight scenes. But this might be the worst because there's so many implied attacks that you never see. 
Because even after the whole scuffle, which you don't see anything happen, it's just two... It's just a guy, like, wrestling with a, a monkey suit, and a few times he punches it. He does fucking curb stomp the gorilla. That was cool. I like that. Yep. Although I was like, there's no way you're telling me this metal animatronic is not busting that porcelain urinal. Yeah, so the, so the animatronic is strong enough to withstand all this, but the urinal... Do you know? Yeah, I agreed. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, that makes no sense. But my the thing I was getting to is after all that, he tapes himself up the same way he taped his cheek from the yeah, ostrich fight mm -hmm. from when he got hurt. So that implies he was hurt, but we never saw him get hurt. And I'm just yeah, sitting you, there you like... Yeah, you don't see that injury. Yeah, like what happened? It was also at that point I was wondering, I'm like, if they can be killed, why, why didn't the townspeople kill them? Um, oh, don't even get me started. Like, when she says later, like, oh, well, it's either we have an all-out war with the mechanicals and look like crazies. And it's like, no, do that. Just kill them. What the fuck do you mean you'll look crazy? Just kill them crazy all. crazy sacrificing people. The gorilla scene was bad. I, I wrote that was wrong. And then he takes another break. So he goes, Mandated. he's cleaning up, and it's at this point that I think uh, the kids show up to the place and again, they're ready to burn it down. And she's like, no, we got to get him out. Yeah. We got to get that guy out. We got to get them she, out. They actually see him. So she sees him in the window and she's trying to warn him. And again, <laughs> at this point, he knows they're trying to kill him in there. Yeah. And he just pretty much like looks at her and, and just doesn't acknowledge it at all. No. no. And so because of that, the other kids are like, well, fuck him. If he wants to stay in there, like we don't care. Which Reasonably. I was like. It's a little bit extreme. It is, of a... because they were about to burn it down. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're fine with murder. Uh, anyways. Because it's not like, like he knew inside that they were going to burn it down. Like they're acting like, well, if he already knows what we're about he, to do. He chose this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, no, let me go in there and, and warn him properly, get him out. So begrudgingly, they allow her to go in to try to get him out. Yeah. Uh, which... I think, how does she get in? So she goes in through the roof, I believe. Yeah, okay. The, the and vents. that's when she, yeah, yeah. The yeah so she goes through the vents, yeah, yeah. and the alligator's chasing her in the vents. That was scary. That actually made me jump a little bit. It was a little silly how it just flashes into the screen. Like, I think that could have been handled yep. a little bit better, the way it just kind of, but, but the idea of being in a vent and then, like, an alligator animatronic, like, that that actually got me a little bit like, oh, hey, hey, all right. Like, I felt something for a second. Good job. Although yeah. afterwards, like, looking at how big she was, the size that she took him in the vent, and then seeing the size of the alligator afterwards, I'm like, there's no way he fucking fit in that vent. No, it didn't make any sense. I, I liked his drool that he had. Like, some of the imagery was kind of cool at parts. Like... Because when he comes out of the vent, he's, like, chomping at her. And there's almost, mm. like, fake drool, like, dripping off of his mouth. And I don't know. It was cool. It might have been, like, CGI. There's some weird CGI oil. Did you notice that? Yeah. It's like yeah, I was like, oh, there's real. a little bit more elements. Yep. Half the oil is. Which makes it stand out more. Because it's like, if you already have a bunch of real oil and then have spurts of fake oil it's very obvious what is the fake oil and then they even have fake oil like drip off of things that seemed very obvious and it it was weird um and then she runs into uh sarah siren who said oh i've been wanting a girl to play with will you come up to my tree house and she's like fuck no bitch and throws like the the worst 
right hook I think I've ever Horrible seen. Horrible fight scene. Terrible fight scene. Her just sitting there in the middle of the room, like, uh, uh, like it's so bad. Like I can't even. Oh, I'm embarrassed for. I feel bad for her. She had to watch that. And then she there. actually gets taken though. So so. Mm -hmm. So she actually gets taken by Sarah Siren for a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. That's when I think he starts cleaning again, changing <laughs> to a new shirt. <laughs> Does some? <coughs> Is there another one that attacks him in between all that? No, no. I don't no. think so. Uh, yeah, because. It... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was <laughs> I was just gonna say that this movie felt very long, even though it was only like an hour and twenty minutes, or an hour and a half with credits. Man. Oh, so at this point as well, the sheriff is at the station. And I got kind of confused at this part because she mentions like, oh, needing re to request backup. And I thought that's why that other cop is there because he's also unfamiliar with the town. And she's like, he's like, oh, so what do we do? She goes, we pray that phone doesn't ring. Yeah. You just brought something up that drove me fucking nuts. Okay. It's established in that scene that the whole reason they're there is for this reason. The Willy's Wonderland. Like, she thinks something might happen, right? Like, why else? Like, that's established. That's why they're there staying up, right? And then later in the movie, she actually gets the call and then hangs up on him. And tells him to go fuck off. Now, yes, eventually she decides, like, all right, we got to go. But why are you making your your deputy and yourself stay up all night to wait for a phone call to only answer it to go, never mind. That's their problem. Then why are you there? What wasn't, weren't, wasn't that the call you were waiting for? That, what, like, what, what? That shit drove me insane, dude. I was just like, why? Then why establish this scene where they're sitting in the police station like, this is late for us to be here. Are you sure we should be here? Yeah, we're waiting for this call. No. Like, I, like, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, it, oh, yeah, God. that was that was a that was a little bit confusing there. Yeah, a little bit. I do like that that deputy, though. Or he's not even a deputy. I don't know. The younger kid, the rookie. Um, yeah, yeah. He's funny. I like his character because he, he just keeps trying to like, hey, hey. He's like that guy. He just keeps trying to make a joke out of it. And they're just like, he's just he like, doesn't know the, the seriousness. Is it phrase protect and serve? Yeah, exactly. Um, he does have a kind of cringy moment later in the movie right before he, he bites it. Yeah. But that's, it's whatever. That that scene was awful. That Spoilers. Yeah, no, that was bad. I also thought <laughs> at this point... And it's not what I thought the first time around, but the second time around. And this was my initial. Uh, I, this would I thought would have been a good theory is that Nicolas Cage was also an animatronic, and maybe an animatronic sent to take them out. I'm like, oh, yeah. that would have been a cool twist, which would also explain why he would be so strong. I thought to I thought he was going to be related to it in any way. He was a kid who escaped. From That's another a big leading theory is that he was uh, the kid that was attacked in the first scene. He got away. Um, it, there, there was uh, when I was watching like theories on this. That that was one that came up a yeah. bunch. I think that theories 
should come from a fascination in what is already given to you and being like, mm -hmm. oh, you shouldn't need a theory to make something make sense. A theory should kind of like ignite more questions about something you didn't already know or like you questioned or so. It shouldn't be literally the plot of the movie. Shouldn't be the, you know, the theory. It's like, oh, our main character, what's his motive? That shouldn't be your fucking theory. That should be a motive. It's a thing in the movie that is done. So for people to be like coping to the degree of like, well, I have this theory that he's like, no, it's like, no, cope. No, that's a bad movie. That's a <laughs> my, my next line was the plot holes are so gaping in this movie. And they try to tie them all up. They try to in that last like 10 minutes, but they fail. So the kids decide to go in after them, right? Or uh... yeah, because at this point it, they. Oh, so no, she runs into him and now yeah. she's explaining to him. Yo, you're in danger. I know what they told you. It was all a lie. So she gives him the entire explanation. He's totally being aloof, not even paying attention. Totally being aloof, still cleaning. And then at this point, is he? F oh, she's fighting the sirens. No, 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 not no, no. Okay, so that doesn't happen yet. So oh, yeah, because she got captured. But how does she get so out? She from got. It? Uh, she just gets away. It, it, they don't actually, I think, show it. She just gets oh. away. So, so the kids oh, go right. in. Uh, to try to help her, they fall through the roof. So when they fall through the roof... Oh, wait, hold on, stop, stop, stop. We have to talk about the roof scene, okay? Because this shit rivals the room, dude. I literally took the note, oh, hi, Mark. Because, the like, I, I don't care if you have to watch it a third time. Just look at that roof scene and look at the green screen and then just tell me it's not the room when they're on the roof. Oh. You could literally see the green around oh my God. some of the I character's really... hair and shit yeah they fall through the ceiling uh when they fall through the ceiling i think they're in kind of the main room yeah with the ball so the, so, the, so the original girl that went in there is still away she's still not there with them yet um they are in the main room with the ball pit and at this time i think they see him cleaning and all of a sudden no 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 yeah, so they, 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 I, no, he might be on his, no, so they, they see him cleaning. Yeah, this is how bad this movie is that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you're, it doesn't matter you're what trying... order this shit happens. Like, he could have yeah. fought the ostrich halfway through the movie, wouldn't have mattered. It didn't change anything. He, like, all of the scenes could literally be flipped in any order and it would not change the movie at all. <laughs> yeah, which goes to show the, the importance of each. So while they're standing. <laughs> While they're standing just in that room trying to find her, the guy and the girl decide to go off to have sex because they're just so it, horny from all this. Yeah. So so as they go off, Willie starts singing and it's like five little chickens at the end of the road. And then that he goes song down to fucking slaps, dude. So they're going off to bang because that is clearly more important than finding yeah. their friend. And then the song changes from like five to four little chickens, and then it gets really quiet. And then uh, default white guy gets stabbed through the chest by nighty night. Yeah, which I like. Like you just said, that could be a great moment uh, where you hear that song because there's um there's a there's an incredible movie called And Then There Were None. It's based on an Agatha Christie novel, uh, originally called Twelve Little Indians. 
originally called something else that I won't say. In that movie, there's a display in the middle of a diner table at this like secluded island that they're all invited to with 12 Indians, like statues on a table. And then as they die and get picked off, the statues disappear. But they happen in moments where the person already died and you don't know who it was yet. And you're like, uh, and you're like, wait, one of the statues is missing. That's so. That's when Nicolas Cage comes back, and he, he just beats the shit out of out of the night. Um, he's yeah, able night. to take his sword and decapitate him. That sword could not pierce a body. By the way, it was like a foam. You can see it when he's swinging it. It's like a foam thick. Like for that to pierce through someone's body, and is, then also used to decapitate. Yes. The animatronic. Let's not forget that, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, the kids are like, oh my God. And I think that's when the girl shows back up. She's able to escape mm. from Sarah's siren. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's when she's trying to explain to him everything that happened. Yeah. She's like, are you fucking listening? He's on his mandated break again. You know what? I might. Th- okay. So he might go to the five little chickens when he dies. And then does he start singing again and then say four little chickens? No, there's only one no. scene okay, where okay. he sings that song. I'm, I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah. There's, okay. You're giving it too much credit. Believe me. I am. <laughs> so then at this time, they kind of show back to the two having sex. And so the alligator is standing in the corner watching them. And she's just like, well, that's kind of weird. But the guy's like, I, I don't care. Yeah. And then the alligator rips them both apart. Mm-hmm. So so they're dead. <laughs> Nicholas Cage runs back with the girl, her friend, uh, to try to get into the room to help them out, which he actually, like, he, well, he, he, he kicks like, the he, door down, but yeah. he doesn't rush to save them. No, no. Well, he just got off his break. And then she's like, you have to help me. And they're walking down the hallway. And then they yep. hear the screams coming from the... They didn't even like know they were in there. Right. They kind of are just walking by. And then he kicks down the door, like you said. And yeah, he's not in a rush. Still just handily takes out the alligator. No problem. And at this point, the guy... We'll call him Romeo. Uh, the, the boy that's in love with her is hiding in a different room and that's when cammy chameleon comes out and she's like i'm not like the others i I was hoping you'd understand they make fun of me for being i'm just like bro you're not you're not falling for this like so so uh, because of course it's a ploy like i mean if it's a you know it's a ploy right yep but the annoying thing is that before the reveal right like because they set that up where she's like i'm not like them like they make fun of me which could be true like let's say in the movie context that could mm-hmm. be true that they're supposed yeah. to convey There's to the audience that this is a possibility right then they cut to the next scene where the sheriff is driving with the rookie yep. and telling the story of what happened and she fills him in on all the exposition oh, right? this is when the kid calls the the sheriff station yeah. and that's when yeah we that got was to like a scene or two ago earlier. yeah 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 Yep. That was like a scene or two ago. Sorry. So yeah. So then they're on their way and she gives this long exposition of what happened in the town and all this shit. And in that scene, they show Cammy Chameleon snap someone's neck and ruin the secret of whether or not she of, might be yep. a good person. I like the chameleon look. Like I like the color mm-hmm. change thing. That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
That's cool. And so at this point, because the other two are dead, Nicolas Cage and the girl run back to the other room to help that friend. And and when she runs in there with him, she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, no, no, it's okay. You know, she's she's a friend. And then the chameleon immediately kills the boy. Snaps her neck. So snaps. So now the only the only living kid is uh, the the main character girl, other than I guess Nick Cage as the main character. Now at this point, Nicky Cage runs back into the room, and he's ready to fight the chameleon, but his watch goes off, and it's time for his break. And so he hands the knife to the girl, and he proceeds to go grab his pop punch. He mm-hmm. plays a pinball machine, and the girl is left to fend fighting against the chameleon. Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't. I, I can't. I can't keep dissecting every single scene because we're going to be here all single, all single night. We'll be here all <laughs> night. Um, yep. That sucked. Yeah, the knife thing sucked. Uh, yep. Because she gives it to him, or he gives it to her, and then the chameleon immediately knocks it out of her hand. So any moment of like, oh, this is her time to show. No, no. And it's, it's not even like she ends up resolving it by getting that knife back. And, no. and that's the knife was the nothing. Commitment. They put focus on the knife too, like very strongly. Like they zoom in on it and she's holding it. She's like, fuck yeah, nothing. So yeah, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So to, to kind of speed up from there at this point, He's fight. He doesn't fight Willie yet. So this point, the sheriff shows up, I believe. Mm. Um, no, no, not yet. I think. Does she kill the chameleon? Cause she like she like. No, she doesn't. She almost no. gets killed by it, and Nicholas Cage comes back in the nick of time. In the <laughs> Nicholas Cage of time, and then is able and then to kill saves her. her. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind so of blurring on what happens here. So as they're driving, she's pretty much calling out him for saying, you're just going to uh, allow this murder oh, yeah. to happen. And he's getting like pissed at her saying, well, what have you done about it? And she's like, I literally have tried to burn this place down multiple times. Like, But that's not even the argument she makes. She goes, you don't know what it was like living with her. And it was like, yeah, yeah. You, you she doesn't even actually. How you actually tried, how you were just there to help him. Like, yeah. You were doing the thing. That's, that's what he just it. picked her up from. <laughs> yeah. So then he finally stops the car because he's about to turn around to do the right thing. And that's when uh, Turtle Homeboy Ombre. rips him out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rips him out of the car, proceeds to kill him. She goes to shoot the turtle, but he's already taken the shotgun bullets out of it. Who inexplicably and- speaks Spanish, by the way. Yep. The turtle. And then she beats him with the shotgun. Yeah. And then he's not dead because he's clearly moaning, please stop, please stop, stop, I, my cojones. Like, uh, and then she just stops. Why the and, fuck and did so she, she not kill him? Why the fuck did she not stomp his face? She's like, busy. She's got shit to do. So you, as no, but her shit to do was to kill the animatronics. That's what she went there to do. And she's got one on the ground and she's like, ah. it, I, the logic. So then at this point... <laughs> The cop, the cop had put Nicolas Cage in handcuffs and put him back into the Willis Wonderland and was waiting outside in the truck. But pretty shortly after that, and, and I also thought that was funny too. She puts him back in there. And I'm like, he's already beaten like most of them. Like what? 
I'm assuming because she he was handcuffed. She assumed. Yeah, yeah. So so sure. Okay, and, which he's able to break out of the handcuffs, no problem. Yeah. Well, he oh, then we takes the scene where he wa- he's walking down the hallway and like backhands uh, Sarah and the, oh when the, he's the, yeah the, when he's first he doesn't even backhand he just punches him in the face and they go like flying down. Uh, the al- no, it was the alligator. I think that yeah, was, was the, the turtle. Oh, the turtle. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the turtle, yeah, the turtle disappears, turtle. and that's why he shows up later. Yep. In the- yeah. So yeah, he yeah. just punches them too, and then they 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 pass out so on the ground. Dumb. Uh, so then he goes back, and then okay. So then what happens is after he's handcuffed, Sarah Siren comes, breaks out of the handcuffs, squeezes her head with his thighs. Yeah. I think he fights too, doesn't he? He fights Sarah and someone who the fuck yes. is it? oh chameleon the chameleon i think that's oh she... yeah so this this is when he's fighting the, the chameleon um i think at least i feel like no, he fights two on. of them i swear he fights two of them because he like for sure knocks down one very easily and then knocks down siren yeah i think it was i think maybe that's when the chameleon fight happened again yeah it's not entirely memorable i know uh, fuck but he takes their their bodies and trash bags out to the dumpsters and throws it out and he sees the cop and he just kind of waves politely at her and right back to work and at this point she's like well fuck this so she goes in and she's even more pissed now she's pointing the shotgun at him and she's telling willie come out come get him come eat pretty much like i will i will keep him here willie swipes left and slices her in half yeah that was pretty cool like I liked that again. Like it's not executed very well, and it looks dumb. But yeah, no, that, and you knew it's coming because you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then, then he fights Willie. The final final showdown with Willie. Kind of, because they're fighting. Willie strikes him a few times, knocks him into the ball pit, looks at the ball pit he just knocked him into, and then walks away. So, I noticed that too. Yeah, I was like, "What?" So okay. Nicholas Cage, <laughs> my, <laughs> he goes, he gets the two sticks, he duct tapes the sticks together, and literally my my comment was in all caps, "Oh no, the double stick!" I, bro, the double stick, like what was that? And he put the soda cans in a bag, so he's so Which he goes back to fight Willie again at all while he's beating the shit out of them. Like no, but they they pack a punch. And he's just hitting Willie with it's the sticks. It's a fistful he's, of caffeine. <laughs> yep, he's smacking him with the bags. I don't even... Do you remember how he kills Willie? Is it just from beating him down so much? I think he, like, grabs he does kill his Willie. head and rips it off. I think. I th- it's some, his head comes off, for sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember so he, how, but... He beats, he beats Willie, is pretty much how that ends. And it's at this point that I think Cammy gets... They're not Cammy. Um, the main character girl gets back. No, no. Oh no, no, no. She doesn't show up until literally the. This is when it cuts to basically the morning and Texan. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, up. yeah. So yeah. and he's like, "Oh goddamn, this car's sweet as fuck." Yeah, they're they're, they're doing donuts. I love the implication that, like, because they had to make it make sense for Nicolas Cage to get his car back, so right. they made it so that he gave him the car that morning while they were doing this which doesn't really make sense like why like like because they all showed up in their own cars so it's like is he gonna drive that back home like it doesn't make sense actually for him to give him that car in that moment but they had to do that so that when he sees nicholas cage 
he can give him his yeah. car back. The it, closest I thought was they they were going to have to go check on him to make sure that everything went well that night. And so he's like, oh, I'll just show up in the car, give it to him. And yeah, then... it, can, it can make sense, but it's just one of those uh, but again, again, clearly it had to make sense. You know? And that's when they realized he was actually able to clean the entire place. And yeah, so son of a bitch. Nicholas, Nicholas Cage walks out. He takes his keys. And that's when the girl shows up. She starts walking up yeah, slowly. You know. Yep. And and that's Which when... took her all night to walk. The drive that took ten minutes the drive that took five to ten minutes, not even, for the deputy, took her hours to walk back. <laughs> like Science. Sure. And then she decides, Yeah, I'm gonna go off with this stranger because there's nothing yeah. left for me in me this. Me as like I'm town. assuming a sixteen year old girl. And, yep. and getting in the car with this 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old man that hasn't said Fuck a it. word. Why not? That, that hasn't said a word. No. And it's funny, too, because Tex and Jed, like, they didn't even care. So at this point, Tex and Jed are like, you know what? We might actually be able to to do something. We're, we we're free it. of these animatronics. And at this point, you kind of cut back and you see Sarah Siren's eyes. Yeah, she's, she's still in the alive. Dumpster. She opens up the trash bag. Yeah. And early on, we got a a, a Pachevsky's gun. McConaughey's gun. McConaughey's gun, where Tex throws a lighter that doesn't work when he tries to light a cigar. And And the gasoline that was already poured. And the the gasoline that was, yep. And and, uh, Sarah takes it. She puts it in the tailpipe of his car. And at the last moment, Ted, Ted, Tex and Jed look in the rear view mirror to see her and she blows them up. Yeah. And I'm assuming kills herself in that scenario. I will say this. When I was watching it, she, blows she just backwards. gets blown back. But but you don't necessarily see her die. Yeah, you don't is, know is she does so sequel. <laughs> Potentially. And as they're driving off, two things happen. One is... They they see the turtle animatronic and he just drives right through him and, and busts him into oh, pieces. Oh yeah, I almost forgot about that. Uh, allegedly, I think that's to show that they killed him. Yeah, they had to. And this is up. this is where we'll talk about one of the big theories that I actually really like for the movie. Oh no! Do you notice that as he's driving, when the explosion happens, which they're obviously far away from, it's in the front of fl- his glasses. Yeah, flames are on his glasses. Yeah, I hated okay. it. I was just like, why the fuck are they in his glasses? Is he in so AR, there, VR or something? So there's something that kind of makes sense. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. A theory that I saw that I liked. Go ahead. Is that he is either the devil or death. And because this group cheated death, he was sent to take them back which is why he was able to beat the fuck out of them they also make a lot of like emphasis on deals like if you mention oh it's a deal they made a deal with the devil because the deal was he was to take breaks and clean oh the contract yeah he had to do it was it. a contract that yeah he had i got to that do. vibe too it's a contract with the devil he has to take those breaks that that was kind of a thing i got a vibe of of like it's like, oh, these are manned. Because even the animatronics respect the brakes. Do you notice that? They yeah, never yeah, attack they him never... while he's yep. on his brakes. So it's like this weird agreement that they have. Somebody else said something like the level of fear you had is also what fueled their strength against you, which could maybe also imply 
Nick Cage was pretty much affected and neither was the girl because she was willing to be brave enough to go in that Cammy wasn't able to actually like defeat her with fear. Dude, you're telling that me one is you're telling me that looser. a piece you're telling me that a piece of shit had corn in it because you ate at a five star restaurant last night. I don't I don't care. It's, it, exactly. It's, you know what I, mean? I like, like I like the devil the <laughs> devil or it being death coming to take those souls because they broke the contract. I like that idea a little yeah, bit more. I mean that's that's okay, but it's not I don't believe it and I don't I don't think that was their intention. I think it's a good interpretation. Like it yeah. it, it, may, it can make your viewing experience a little bit better if you're looking at it from that angle. But even in interviews with Nicolas Cage, there's a very clear indication that they didn't know what the fuck they were doing and they didn't have a clear v view of his character cuz I guess apparently in the original script he did have lines, but very few. And then when Nicolas Cage read it, he he thought, "Well, since I have so few lines, what if I go for like a like a a man with no name vibe, like an, a Clint Eastwood who just shows up and doesn't say anything?" And the director was like, "Yeah, that's a good idea, Nicolas Cage. Let's do that." And just went oh, I didn't Nicolas know that. Yeah, so. Um, and I, I, cause Nicholas Cage calls this an experiment. Literally every time he says it, he says, this was a great experiment for me. Uh, it was a fun experiment with the director. I love doing this little experiment. Like, I feel like for him, he was just testing things. He's like, could I do a movie without saying a single word? I'll try it. Like for him, this was just, I'm gonna try something. And that makes me feel like the director and writer didn't have a clear vision of what that character was. They that character was Nicolas Cage and whatever Nicolas Cage showed up and wanted to be interesting. That's what, that's what it was going to be basically. Okay. So first interesting thing I think about it to kind of maybe go with that devil thing a little bit more though, was the pinball machine because what they did was they took an already had pinball machine and they, they just had somebody like reskin it pretty much with the hmm. Woolies Wonderland. Yeah. Thing. It looked really nice. The original pinball machine was called devil's dare. That's interesting. Are you ready for my big reveal? Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. In my deep dive, there's four comic books that include the prequel. Of Willy's yeah. Wonderland? Yeah. How far do they date back? That's the only part that I'm like... Because <sighs> is it, is it came, like a... They, they were released after the movie. So it's like a Southland Tales. It's literally Southland Tales. <laughs> So to kind of give a God, I hate that it keeps coming back to give an idea of the the comics, they explain how these animatronics came to be in more detail. And they really they kind of reveal a secret about the janitor as well. Does this but 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 the, here's my thing, though. If you're about to defend this movie because of this, then you have to defend Southland Tales because of their comic books that make sense of the story. No, no, Tyler. The comic actually makes it more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. So in the I'm comics, sorry. I didn't mean I didn't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So so the pixie or Sarah Siren, um, they show her as she saw her best friend kissing her fiance. She gouges his eyes out. Or no, she gouges her eyes out and kills him with an axe. 
So wait, they're um, all real people? So what happened is oh, but the guy all serial killers. Yeah, so the yeah, guy okay. who who is the the one who made it. So Mr. Willis. He was the one who they had said Willie like oh Willis? he got Yep, Willie Willis. It's Willie him. So when they talk about like that that sat satanic like ritual that they did, yeah. This this gives the backstory to all that. So what happened was he gets caught originally after murdering a family that he pretended to be a photographer for. He then goes to an insane asylum because he's crazy while he's on trial and bites off the lawyer's finger. And that's when he starts meeting other crazy people there and kind of recruiting them. And so the the siren murdered her best friend and her fiance for kissing. How did all these people get out uh, of prison? Then they, sh did they, then they show that? the gorilla. Yes. Oh. Because they're not in prison. They're in an insane asylum. Oh, the, oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The, uh, the gorilla was a guy who worked at a zoo taking care of the gorillas who was treated poorly by the zoo manager, and then he kills her because he snaps. And so he gets manipulated by Willis. Um, then we have uh, Nighty Night was a night that was at like Renaissance festivals and people were always making fun of him and, and saying he's such a loser. So he snaps. The turtle was a uh, immigrant farmer who murdered everybody he was working with because they were rude to a turtle that he found while he was farming. The alligator, Artie Alligator, was an artist, but they, they called him like the the serial killer Banksy because the bloody Banksy or something like that because he would paint with their blood on the walls um oh my god the chameleon was somebody who had multiple personality disorders so, th so and, wait so this doesn't I, I'm sorry you're right this makes this way more confusing because how would they not know about all of these insane people's they already know that they are insane people because the sheriff makes it clear that like, oh, they only hire the worst of the worst out there. And yet they don't know. So what extent. he said, what, what the sheriff said in that scene was he gathered the worst of the worst. He didn't hire. He gathered. So he well, got but, that. But group yeah, together. but they work for the company. But, but the implication is that they work. But, for. But again, really. this is where it, it gets weird. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay, okay. So. Uh, Cami Chameleon. Oh, no, no, no. It was, wasn't Cami Chameleon. It was the Siren. She had a brother. His name is Jed. The Mechanic. It also shows that Tex originally bought the place. After, so murders had happened there, right? Tex bought the place. Yeah. And Tex was really trying to make it an actual, like, good place and so like they show a scene where nighty night is standing there and he so this is this is like we'll say current day the okay. the prequels kept happening in between where they were showing like the backstory of the characters okay nighty night like swings as the guy's going to tie his shoe and you're like oh he was about to kill him and tex freaks out he goes i thought you had these animatronics fixed what's that and and jed is like oh i think it was just a glitch and you're like wait tex had no idea what was going on here and so as Tex walks away, Jed is then whispering to the night, like, you guys got to wait. I know you're excited, but you have to wait. Right. So Jed. Uh... So. So then um, 
a bunch of the co-workers start getting killed and uh there's a different sheriff and the current sheriff is the deputy at this time that sheriff is getting paid off by tax for people who have disappeared but um like they they didn't know what happened and at this point as well tex sees a dead body and he his first goal is to, i need to call the sheriff so he wanted to call the police and jed was like no you can't you've put all your money and pretty much talks him out of calling the police and covering it up bro <laughs> then after more people die which you don't really see because jed starts covering up all these other deaths a kid says that he wants to have his party there overnight and at first, Tex is like, no fucking way. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, no, because of fire codes. And this dude just whips out a ton of cash. And he goes, we're going to do it tonight. And he's like, uh, okay. And so he tells Jed, you got to make sure you keep them calm. Because at this point, he realizes there's something wrong, but he doesn't entirely understand. And so they have the party. Damn near everyone at the party gets murdered. Uh, they, 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 it, dude, it's the comics are violent. <laughs> So after everyone gets murdered, the townsfolk realize like, oh shit, we got to tear this place down. We're going to have to burn it. And so it's it's destined to be demolished because at this point, the town doesn't realize they're haunted. The entire, the, the guy who is, and I think they mentioned like that the guy who was set to demolish it gets murdered. Him, his wife, and his daughter all get murdered. Okay. And so from that, the entire town – so then the entire town is at like a, a basketball game. And all the animatronics <laughs> show up at the basketball game. One guy kills someone at a hardware store. Someone kills someone at an ice cream shop. And they just start killing people left and right at the basketball game. Finally, uh, the sheriff shoots one of them in the arm a couple times, and they, they all run – the animatronics run back to Willie's. And that's when the town's like, we're making our last stand. We're going to go in, and we're going to kill them all. So the town goes to kill them all. And at this point, they, they're pretty much outmatched. Like the animatronics are are hiding in there. They're they're ripping people apart. They're cutting people up. And this is when the town realizes we actually don't stand a chance against them. Like the bullets are working. Like when they're shooting them, they're actually taking damage. But they're just not effective enough in being able to actually hunt them because the animatronics are too fast and strong. So they're ripping the town Clearly apart. from the movie. Just yeah. too fast, too strong. And at this point, it's Tex, <laughs> the sheriff, and the deputy sheriff. And they're just like, whoa, I think, I, I, I think we need to surrender. The sheriff gets just absolutely murdered. So it's Tex and the deputy that are like, what? And that's when Jed steps out and says, we're all kind of a family here. We're just a bunch of misfits. And he's pretty much been the one that has been helping them along and saying the town needs to go along with murdering people now. So it really paints Jed that like strong arm Tex into not reporting the initial murder and then threatening to murder everyone if they don't. What? What? Now, again, confusion because in the movie, Sarah Siren kills Jed and Jed seems genuinely happy that they're gone they're, they're dead yeah and never but has any his, implication that he's into but, this but that's his sister yeah yeah and it's either that or cammy's sister i think it's actually cammy's sister but regardless he was like a part of their posse yeah he was happy about it well and 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 that completely contradicts what the sheriff said because she said that we had two choices 
We either go out in an all-out war against the mechanics and look crazy, because she even says that the townspeople didn't know what was going on the whole time. Yep. It's up to and this point. It, up till this point. And in this, they did know, and, and they did, and they did have the all-out war. war, and then they just lost. Now, here's where it gets more confusing, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So they break out of the insane asylum. They, they, they had a, a clever ploy to break out of the same asylum, whatever. They're being chased by the police, and that's when they go to Willy's Wonderland's location, and that's when they all do the, the unaliving. So they didn't work there? Wait, wait, what? I, wait, I, wait, <laughs> wait, what? I told you. So what? I think... I think that it is Willie, made very clear Mr. In the Willis movie. did my okay. my guess is that Mr. Willis did work there he was but at the same time when they show him he's a photographer and, and they also they murders showed, a family and the I mean maybe it's just uh, no no the movie shows the other killers working at the place yep. for sure yep. it's not like oh, implied yeah. that oh maybe those are other people no they're showing those are the killers that worked there. So yep. so they escaped. From, so let's say even the, the book is true or the comic. They escape from the insane asylum. Immediately. And immediately. Because they're being chased up. by the police the whole time. Oh, so this is there's not even like maybe. Oh, maybe time passed. No, no, no. They they immediately go. And and while he's in the insane asylum, he has a book on on uh, a devil ritual or like de devil rituals. It's like devil rituals for dummies is literally like what it says. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus, dude. That that's so much worse. How now? It's more interesting. I'd almost rather see that. I'll, movie. I'll say this. I would absolutely read the comic because yeah. I actually think that it, if you look if it, it was the comic story, I think that would have been They actually way hired more a writer is what it sounds like. Well, because <laughs> it was it was an actual comic book um publishing company that did it so it was separate from the actual director they worked with the director yeah but they did it separately they show at the very end of it that a guy drives into town driving like a, a muscle car he gets spiked by jed which by the way jed is smoking a cigar in the entire comic book oh not a slim jim not a slim jim he's actually like jed is actually like the the like bad guy behind the scenes like other than than willie um and so the guy goes through the same, uh, you know, kind of whatever that Nicolas Cage's character goes in. But as he walks in, he goes, oh, I think my brother might like this place. He's a motorhead like me. He just doesn't talk much. So I think the implication from the comic book was that after his brother went missing, Nicolas Cage's character went to try to go find him. Okay. But how would he know that he was killed by animatronics? I was about to say Whoa. more, but <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> that's, I, again, that's more interesting. Sure. If that's what the movie was about, that'd be great. That sounds again, like it would the, be a great movie. There's a lot of things that contradict the movie in the comic that oh, came that wasn't after the movie the we movie. saw no no what you described that sounds like a great movie that's not the movie we got at all that's not the movie i saw that's not that's insane that's like whoever they hired to write the comics they should have hired to write the movie like just like 
How did Dude, you? The comic is really good. Like, how'd you the, fuck the that up? The comic is really good. How'd you fuck that up? That's insane. Jesus, it really does. I can't believe the Southland Tale connection, though. That's crazy because this is like a genuine one, where it feels like, well, we didn't explain enough in the movie. Let's make. Well, I, but you know what? I bet they wanted to do. They wanted the FNAF. They wanted the the Five Nights at Freddy's thing, where it's like. Well, we lore. need more lore. Exactly. Like, if we have books on top of the movie, that means there's more shit that you can... But it's, like, all for nothing. It's, like, there's literally nothing to it. Now, I I read an interview. Oh, no. Because they had an interview in the comic, like, with, I think, the director and the writers of it. And he was saying he was pretty much going for, like, an 80s slasher, like, yeah. action. So he, he wasn't necessarily going for, like, a horror and he mentions feels how it like feels like Ghost Rider. Do you remember the movie Ghost Rider? <laughs> Which again, again we're talking about the devil contracts. <laughs> it, it really felt a lot kind of like that. And <clears throat> excuse me. It was even. He mentions how, like, I think we all see ourselves as the janitor. And I was like, what? Like, even his, like, interview, I'm like, what yeah, are you talking about? Because I swear, I swear, I think he's the same one who said, like, it's meant to be like a video game. He's like, yeah, you're meant to be the main character. You you are Nicolas Cage, you know? it's We're like, all the janitor. That's part of why he doesn't say much, because you're him. It's like... And then he mentions, you know, I always, you know, I think we always like to root for, you know, the monsters sometimes. You know, we're rooting for the animatronics. He's like, I used to root for, for Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers and all those characters, I mean, like, like, kind of, like, you know, like, like, I get what he's saying, but that's the, like, 14-year-olds cheer for the, the killer, but that should not be who you're making a movie for. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, sure, if that's the kind of movie you're making, but you didn't even make that movie. Like, you didn't make a slasher movie. That, that's what's funny is that you're saying, well... What you just said in his interview literally contradicts himself because he says he wanted to make an eighters, eighters. He wanted to make an 80s slasher movie, but then he says he wanted to make an action thriller that wasn't a horror. Those are just two completely contradictory statements right there. You can't make a slasher movie in the vein of 80s horror and also make an action move like what? It doesn't make any sense. Wow. Uh, all right, we have to wrap this up. We, we, yeah, we have to. We have to. Yeah. I, I need yeah. to go to bed. That um, that that was that was pretty much my uh, my big reveal and and what I was no, trying to keep. No, that's in. incredible. I had no idea that there was more lore to this, and the fact that it makes it more confusing and worse is hilarious. That's insane. that's what you're like when you you can't just defend it because it connects it all together. I'm like, no, Tyler, it doesn't. It 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 doesn't connect it all together. Oh my god. All right, all right. Let's get into the final ratings here. What what would you give Willy's Wonderland, or do you want me to do you want me to you rate it first? first? Two out of ten. It's I a knew one. It was it's be a, a one star. I I like it's it's not. It's 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 a movie. Two out of ten. So what's your rating? I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Oh my god, god fucking damn it! This is your Southland Tales. This is what this is. This is a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. You're you <laughs> like 
six out of ten implies that you would maybe watch this again. Out of out of I, I'll say this. The first time I watched it, if I hadn't have rewatched it and gone off that, I would have been like, this is fucking terrible. I hate this. But something about it creating more lore and then that lore being more confusing. I but want... I think the, the I, I just like the theory of like him being death or but it, it's kind of hard to like unless he made a contract with death because they already imply I don't fucking know, dude. I don't six out See, of ten. It, yeah, like I said, it's that's great and all. But it doesn't add anything to the movie. It's like <laughs> It's not like knowing he's death would change how you watch the movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, because we've talked about like Eternal Sunshine, Truman Show, things like this in the last couple weeks, where it's like, if you watch it again, it's like, oh, now I have a different context with like knowing things. Whoa, this, there's no fucking, it's impossible. It's impossible for you to watch this movie again and have different context. <laughs> And go, oh, that scene changed because no, it's impossible. This is awful. It's 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 dog trap. You're to I need I need to look through your. I wish we kept all of our letterbox reviews like on hand, like and yeah, actually I need to, kept I need up to with go, them. I need to go through because I would love to compare this to some of the other six and seven out of tens that you've given, and just be like, really, like you think that this is. Like, cause I, I'm pretty sure you gave Glass Onion a seven out of ten. So you're telling me that this is one point below Glass Onion? Ten out of ten. Ah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> all right, we gotta, we gotta move on. Well, Mitchell, all right, all right. it's a bit of a surprise for you. We're watching FNAF. Since you I'm made me watch so this, fucking excited. Yeah, I thought, why not? You made me watch this. Let's do a back-to-back. We'll do a Willy's Wonderland. We're going to do a Five Nights at Freddy's back-to-back. I know you haven't seen it yet. you kind of been wanting to see it, so I thought, why not? Yes. Um, yes. And more yes. I think, I, upon watching this one, I think maybe FNAF was better than I thought. I don't know. I got to rewatch it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I think that might have actually been a good movie. No. <laughs> I don't know. I have a different Great, frame of dude. reference for movies now. I think I don't. I don't know. <laughs> this set the bar lower on expectations for what a movie could be. And the fact that we've reviewed Southland Tales, and I have this opinion about this movie, that that should say a lot. Like that's all right. Yeah. So if you don't want to be spoiled for Five Nights at Freddy's, the new movie, uh, make sure to watch that before next week's episode. Make sure to join that Discord, that Reddit. Ask us some questions. Make some suggestions. We're always open to it. Uh, Mitchell, you have anything you want to plug? Uh, No, all my uh, extension cords are plugged in, so I think we're... But you can check me out on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, iTunes, LimeWire, Amazon Music, all that good stuff, TSUKU, and uh, hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Hell yeah. Have a good day. Bye.